Hello, hello. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This podcast is a place where we normalize and share all things taboo, such as talking about mental health, struggles with anxiety and depression, going through divorce, experiencing grief, navigating adulthood, navigating addiction, getting into AA, and a little bit of everything in between. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. On today's episode, we are talking about dating after divorce. So let's get awkward, let's get into it, and let's talk about dating after divorce. And one reason that I wanted to do this podcast and really just talk through this topic is because I think that recently I have been learning that divorce is something you go through. It's not something that you are and that uh, God doesn't hate people who are divorced. Like I've just been learning so many new things just around the concept of having been divorced and really they all tie back to just because you've been divorced doesn't mean that you're damaged goods or that you don't deserve to be happy. So let's get into it and let's talk dating after divorce. So first of all, I was with my ex from the time I was 18 to the time that I was 28. So I was never single during the dating app era. So I don't know what the heck these dating apps are. I don't know how they work. And fortunately, I did not have to use one to find my boyfriend. That is not at all shade if you do. It's just something that as somebody who was not single during that era, it's just like how the heck do these apps work? Um, Are these people like looking for actual relationships? You know, just all these things that, you know, kind of go through my mind and, So whenever I was dating, before I started dating my ex, I was young, I was immature, I was in my petty mean girl era, and overall just wasn't a very good person. And so obviously I attracted somebody that, you know, 28-year-old version of me was like, "Mm, don't think this is, you know, what we want now. And I think that's so important just to notice and to learn is no matter what age you're at, Sometimes there is somebody that you're with for a long time. Maybe they're good for that season. Maybe they make sense for that version of you. But then maybe one day you wake up and you're a completely new version of you. And that version of you doesn't want to be with the person that you committed to saying yes to in front of, you know, all of your family and friends. And maybe that was a decision that you made, you know, when you were a different person or in a different life or, you know, whatever. And then one day you wake up and that doesn't make sense. And uh, so then eventually you are like, Hey, you know, want to do some dating. And so whenever I was 28, I was a whole new person than the person that I was at 18. So I needed different things. I had different interests. I loved myself more. And so I was really patient and cautious about finding my person. And so I think you guys know, I do have a boyfriend I've been seeing for a little while now. And uh, to be honest, things are going super good. I really just enjoy his company, love being around him, have so much fun with him. And so really, I want to share with you guys some of the things that I have learned that I actually really enjoy doing in this whole dating after divorce thing. And these are all things that I've just learned too. Some of them are big things, some of them are small things, and really just things that I have learned to found the beauty in, in my dating after divorce life. So uh, 
one thing you guys know I love is travel. So obviously love to travel with my boyfriend, but lately we've been trying to, you know, accept, you know, how can we do a little bit more local travel? So we've been going on this journey of trying to go see different state parks. So So that's actually something that we spent some time doing last weekend. We might spend some time doing that this weekend, like just something that's local that we really enjoy doing. Also, I love getting out in nature. I love just getting some endorphins flowing and doing that with your person. I just think is so much fun. Also, kind of going to the little things. We love to cook together and we always have like a Netflix show we're watching, you know, and let me tell you guys, I don't even cheat on this Netflix show and you guys know what I mean. Like I don't watch the next episode and then go back and be like, babe, I haven't seen this episode. Can't wait to see it. Like (laughs) I actually wait until we're together to watch all the episodes. Um, I think we both do. And then uh, also just love like being at home, cooking a meal together. I do travel a lot for work. So whenever I am home and we can just have like a Tuesday night of just like cooking and listening to music in the kitchen and then just chilling, watching our Netflix shows. Like I love the little and the simple things like that. So another area that we've been exploring is faith. So we've been trying out a different church to try to find a church to go to. We also both love to spend time with our families. So we both always make time to spend time with each other's family and then like to spend time with our families kind of apart from each other. And that's one thing that's really different about this relationship is I have learned a lot about myself over the last couple of years. And one thing that I've learned is that I was in a very codependent relationship with my ex-husband. So like if I was doing something, he was doing something, we were doing something. And then in this new relationship, me and my boyfriend, we both actually have time for ourselves and I'm no longer, you know, codependent on having to have somebody else to go with me places or to do things with me. And honestly, that is just so freeing and so empowering and also makes life so much more fun. So let's talk about love languages. So I have really learned to embrace love languages, talking about those things with my partner. And by that, I mean, I love being able to just, uh, you know, sit down and talk about like at the beginning we were like, Hey, you know, what is your love language? You know what that means? We shared with each other what our like love languages were. And then we actively made an effort to do things to reciprocate the other person's love language. So my love language is physical touch and words of affirmation. So, uh, Like I love to just like sit on the couch, watch our Netflix shows, cuddle, like that is so my jam. And so I definitely think that, you know, my boyfriend makes an effort to not only like cater to those love languages, but like we have very similar love languages. So also there's not a lot of work that has to go into that because his love languages, I would probably say are the same as mine. And so that obviously, you know, makes it a little bit easier because we both uh, like to give what we receive, which is not always the case. So another thing is that I have learned to ask for what I want. I have learned to communicate and I've learned to love without, uh, you know, kind of that uh, fear of going all in with somebody, you know, like sometimes you're like, Ooh, what if I, you know, 
fall in love with this person and they hurt me. I could never fall in love with them because then they might hurt me. Like instead actually just being like, oh wow, I love this person and I want to be this with this person. And that can be great and that can be enjoyable. And I can really just learn to enjoy these moments. So, and so that's what I'm trying to do in this new chapter of dating after divorce. And so I'm going to be honest, it was, there were, there were some, you know, awkward dates in between, you know, getting divorced and now, however, now that I have, you know, found somebody that I really do enjoy life with, I think it's really just a reminder to anybody who's out there and they're like, you know, maybe you haven't found love. Maybe you are looking for love. Maybe you are going through a divorce. You are worthy of love. You deserve love. You deserve good things. And your person will eventually make their way to you if, uh, that is really just kind of the next stage of your life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. Normally the Wednesday episodes, I just unpack something different and random that I'm going through just in that time period. And dating after divorce has just been one that's been on my mind where I was like, let's talk about it. Let's normalize it. Let's share. Let's acknowledge that it's awkward, but let's also acknowledge that it can be fun. All right. That's all I had for you guys. Hope you guys have a fabulous day. And as always, happy healing, babes. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please click the follow button to get alerts for new episodes. And please leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps with the show. And of course, if you listen to this and you were like, you know, who needs to hear this? My best girly pop, my mom, my sister, whoever, please share with a friend. And as always, happy healing, babes.